really do appreciate everybody showing up today. Uh, this is the first time we've put on one of these events uh, and our membership uh, committee chaired by Ann Mendelson, who I've lost in the crowd, and Renee Bradshaw uh, and their committee have put this together and we hope you find it uh, enlightening. Uh, my name is Stephanie Pater. I'm the president of the Chicago chapter. Uh, we're going to take the next 45 minutes or so and hope to give you a little bit of a sense for Cornet Global, uh, what our organization is about, and what being a member of our organization is about. Uh, those of you that are here tonight, we've got an interesting mix of people that have been a part of this organization and the two predecessor organizations uh, that merged together uh, early uh, in 2000 to form Cornet. Uh, we've got a number of new members as well as a number of Perspective members, how about that? We won't, we won't, uh, we won't sign you up uh, with a membership form as you walk out the door. We'll do that with a follow-up email that comes what tonight at midnight, something like that. <laughs> anyway, um, one of the things that I wanted to say um, for our whole group. Uh, and you'll hear from each of us, is our personal experience at Cornet. I have been involved for about 12 years now, the bulk of my career, uh, and pretty much every single job that I've had uh, throughout the course of my career, both on the service provider side as well as the end user side, has come as a result of people that I've met through this organization. Um, and not just in Chicago, I moved here three and a half years ago from Atlanta and was heavily involved in that chapter. So uh, no matter what you do, everybody in this room, we're all connected, we all need each other, and despite being currently in a position where I'm an end user, I couldn't do my job without the services that each of you and your companies provide. So I appreciate you taking the time being here. I appreciate our panelists, and we'll kick it off with Larry Bathrod. Thanks. No problem. I assume you're clapping for Stephanie, because you won't <laughs> clap after I'm done. <laughs> Thank you very much. My name is Larry Bazron. I'm actually with staff. I'm with Cornette. I am Senior Vice President of Cornet. Uh, my background, just so you know, I've been in the association management world for more than six years prior to coming to Cornet. I was with an association management firm that managed about 30 different associations at the same time. My areas of responsibility include finance, IT, marketing, HR, and now membership, which also includes component relations. So it's a pleasure to really come out. I don't. You know, I'm an operations person as a rule. I don't get a chance to meet members. It's wonderful. Um, I do welcome any comments, feedback. So um, I like working with everyone here. Um, I want to start out with the mission statement of Cornette. As I said, I'm an operations person. I'm not marketing, so I need to boil things down to what this really means. Our organization exists for one purpose, and that's to make you more effective at your job and ultimately help you deliver more value to your enterprise, whether it's an end user, service provider, economic developer. That's our only mission in life, and we live for that. And you'll notice the Chicago chapter says their mission a little bit differently, but it's essentially the same thing. They're there to add value to each person and the enterprise. That's what we're here for. A little bit about Cornette. We are an, the only association that convenes the entire corporate real estate industry. What I mean by that is we have the, the uh, full value chain. We bring together corporate occupiers, service providers, and the economic development community. And you'll see why that's relevant in a moment. We're global with 6,500 members in most countries around the world, primarily in North America, but we're expanding in Asia in Europe and in Australia and New Zealand. 
and we serve some of the biggest companies. Connection. What is Cornet about? And what it, why is connecting so important? I was talking with Steve Stoner today at lunch, and did he already leave? Steve is a member of your local chapter, and he's also our president. Steve, you want to just at least say hi? He puts it, he's treasure. He puts in a lot of time for, for Cornette. But we're talking about the concept of connection. So for Steve, the value of Cornette is connecting from a business development standpoint. For other people, the connection is an educational benefits. There's tremendous educational benefits. For others, it's a connection for networking, both professionally and personally in their career. So connecting is important. And how do you connect? Well, one of the main w ways we do that is through our summit program. A summit is a, a large conference where we convene everybody to come together. You can convene for education, and we'll talk about that shortly. We can convene for business development. There are two main North American summits held, one in, in the fall and one in the spring. There's also a summit held in Europe, Asia, and Australia, and New Zealand. Another way we connect is through various regional symposiums. Again, if you've ever attended any of these, you'll find, the again, the educational benefits, tremendous. You'll find the ability to meet colleagues and, and connect tremendous and you're, you're getting value today. You're meeting your peers in the local Chicago market and there are a number of events that the Chicago chapter holds and you can find that on their website. You can also con connect through global communities. Now these are global communities of knowledge and what is a global community of knowledge? It's a group of people who aggregate around a passion and we have three right now and we would create more. One is on workplace the other is on sustainability, and the final one that just started is on um, strategy and portfolio planning. So if you have interest in this area, you can get involved, you can connect to your peers who practice in those specific areas and really get a lot of value. And finally, the network. This is our newest way to connect, and I'll talk about it in a little bit more detail, but it's our private social network. It's a way to find like-minded people begin to make connections in a virtual way so you won't be limited by being in Chicago. You can connect to people whether it's in India, whether it's in Dubai, in Europe, in New York. Learn. There are an overwhelming amount of learning opportunities at Cornette. Again, I mentioned the, the, uh, the symposiums. I talked about the summit good thing about the educational programs is you can take them in many ways. If you're most comfortable in an online setting, you can take them at a summit. You can, I'm sorry, in, in a classroom setting, you can take those at a summit. If you can't travel, many of our programs will travel. So we have regional events. In fact, this July, there is a mini regional MCR event held right here in Chicago, and there'll be about six different courses offered at that time. Certainly, we can provide you more information about that. If you can't travel at all, we now offer 24 by 7 online learning so that you can take these courses online asynchronously when you need them. We only have around four or five courses up there now, but we are moving that content. We're also able to deliver the content to your company. So if you have a number of people that need educational benefits. We've been bringing that 
uh, our courses to them. Growing and being recognized. One of the ways to grow is to reach out for different awards that we offer and show how you're leading in your respective uh, fields. Another way is we've just reinvigorated our career center. So there's information there about how to advance your career and how to find a career, both, both um, in all the different um, areas. So economic developer, you name it, we've got it. Belonging. Our chairman, Barry Varco, would analogize Cornet Global to a gym membership. So you can join a gym. If you never go, you get no benefit out. If you join the gym and you begin to work out, you really develop the benefit. If you join Cornet and pay your money to be a membership, a member, and do nothing else, you will not get a lot of value. But if you get involved, if you participate at the chapter level, if you participate at the global level, if you find many of the online resources, you will get a lot of value out. You can enhance that also by really getting involved. All the people in the Chicago chapter, the leaders, they have full-time jobs, they have families, and they're working extra hours. I get paid to do this. They do not get paid for all the time. <laughs> okay, my salary will get cut. Thank you. But uh, I got gotcha. you. So, he, he's unlikely to pay you, trust me. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. But the point is, they do this because they get a lot of value. And they're going to tell you about, you know, the, the value they've gotten from Cornet. So you can get involved at many levels. You can get involved in the chapter level. You can get involved at the global level. You, there are various committees to get involved with. Also, just so you know, we are going to have our summit in Chicago in the spring of, of 2011. And what we'll be forming uh, after our New Orleans summit, which is the spring of this year, will be the host committee. And that really helps direct how the summit will run, the content, the program. You can really get involved and make a difference for your community. I, met, I, I went over a number of these benefits, but the point here is that you can get your benefits locally by the chapter. You can get them through Global, and now you can get many of the Cornet benefits virtually. And I want to go over one aspect of this is social networking. If any of you are a little bit geeky and know anything about telecommunications, you may have heard Metcalfe's Law. And what that really means is this. If you think of Alexander Graham Bell when he first invented the telephone and he poured the acid on his arm, he yelled to Watson, please come and help me. Well, at that point, a communication device was very helpful to him, but of limited value, because he could only connect to one person. <laughs> now, once you begin to string those telephone lines and connect a few more people, you get a lot more value. Think about today's kind of ubiquitous communication you know, tool. I mean, I can call virtually anybody in the world anytime I can be connected. That's a pretty darn valuable network. Well, if you think about that in the sphere of social networking, that's what we're trying to do now with things like Facebook and LinkedIn. And Cornet has its own network. So you can begin to connect to the members of the corporate real estate community virtually. I'm connected to RJ. He, he has friended me 
Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> he has bad taste in friends, but uh, he has, so I can communicate with him. But the point you see here is I've given my profile up there, and there are a few things about the profile. You notice industry sector. Now, I've I am not in the manufacturing sector. I've just put that in so you know. But if I'm looking for people in manufacturing, because I have a problem, I can easily search and find other people who are in manufacturing. I put down my professional interest as asset management. If I have an interest in asset management, I can find other people who, who really enjoy asset management. I may be able to solve a problem. One of the reasons we've done this virtually versus using Facebook is because it's a private social network. You don't want to let everybody in the world in here. You just want the people who practice corporate real estate. This becomes much more important as this thing moves on and on, and we put more and more content on here, because it, it has tools that will allow you to rate content. So is it important if I think an article is good? Probably not. But if the majority of your peers think an article is good, that might be an easy way I was talking to Rick before, oh, you know, it's hard to find stuff that I need. This may be a, an easy way for Rick to find the stuff he needs because the members of Cornette are telling him this is the most important stuff. He may want to find it. Is this network really valuable today? No, because we hardly have anybody on it, but we're moving in this direction. And I've included a quote from one of our members, Rich Jordan, about the value of social networking. It's here and uh, people are going to begin using it. So I've gone over probably too much on the network. Final point is where can you find out about the benefits in Cornet? Well, the first place is the main Cornet website, and I've listed the URL there. The uh, Chicago chapter has a quite a robust website, and you notice I've listed the URL there. Network.cornetglobal, that is our private social network. There will be other information there. Certainly you can get information from the officers of the Chicago chapter. But coming in December is a new e-newsletter um, that we're going to be launching. And what we have heard from many of our members, from our chapter leaders that we're guilty of, is A, selling too much, and B, not telling you where the content is. The whole concept behind the e-newsletter is to begin to tell you the things that you want to want to find, tell you where to find them, how to find them, what's out there. Not, we're not here to sell you and say, okay, come to a summit, buy an MCR certification. We're here to say, here's the newest stuff on lease accounting. Here's what's happening in the economy. So we will continue to put that out to provide value. Cornet is about providing content to our members. If I draw that back to our main mission, our mission is to make your life easier. If we can get you the information you need to make your membership more valuable, we're following our mission. So with that, I've probably overrun my time. Um, turn it over to Stephanie. So Larry, thank you. Thank you. Our, uh, our organization obviously couldn't exist without uh, the paid staff based in Atlanta. So, Larry, thank you for traveling yep. up, especially with it being cold outside, um, but also with uh, you know the membership and uh, the individuals that sit on committees and that sit on our board. Um, and I can't ever thank those individuals enough because 
we do, as Larry said, have a very uh, robust chapter. We have a number of offerings, and I don't get paid. Again, Steve, I'll take that up with you. <laughs> um, neither does anybody else here, but we, we do love it, and we keep coming back, and we keep participating because obviously we're getting something out of it, and that may change uh, pending year to year or what your professional or personal status is and what your ability is to put into it and what you get out of it. I can tell you, and you're going to hear from others, um, it's paid itself off in spades. So I want to turn this over for a few minutes to Michelle Meyer and to Deb from Marin. Um, they're going to tell you a little bit about themselves uh, and touch a little bit upon end user uh, opportunities and involvement, but also just generally about what being an end user in this organization means, because it isn't just being an end user, it's about the participation of everybody here. And then we're going to talk about education. So. Thanks, Steph. I really, really appreciate the opportunity to be here this evening. So my day job, in case you want to know, is I work for Oracle Corporation, very large software firm. I'm based here in Chicago, and I'm the VP of Real Estate and Facilities for a North America portfolio. I reference that and say that's my day job. What I'm really here to talk about is Cornet, its membership, and the value proposition that that brings. And as I reflect on what Coronet means to me, I would summarize it in three words. First of all, the education, the insight, and perhaps rather than the networking, I would refer to it as relationships. I became involved in the organization through the EDP or executive development programs. I was very interested in trying to prepare myself for additional responsibilities at Oracle, and I thought Cornet was one of the only organizations that offered real estate courses specific to what I was looking for. There's certainly many other great organizations out there that offer other courses, but again, relative to my own needs, I thought their MCR program was really quite appropriate. Met a lot of interesting people, probably one of the most rewarding things I did from an educational perspective was take the capstone. And at that point in time, it was held in Boston. It was over a weekend, plus a few business days. And the time I spent with the people there was just incredible in terms of the stimulation of ideas, as well as being able to exchange information, respond to case studies, just really, really invaluable. It's one of those things that I look back upon and say, gosh, I am so glad I did that because I got so much out of it. So after the educational path, somehow I was recruited. And I say somehow because sometimes these things sneak up on you. You, you, you have a friend and the friend says, well, gee, why don't you become a little bit more involved? And all of a sudden, before you know it, you're on a committee, then you're a committee chair, then you're being invited into uh, an a board position. So I did matriculate through the organization in that very fashion, did it very willingly. I had the pleasure of being part of the board when the Chicago chapter last hosted the summit here. I also was invited at a global level to be an associate board director, which again, invaluable experience, immensely enjoyed. And along the way, addressing the insight and relationship part, I learned a lot of things. I learned not only how people interact in meetings, 
but I learned a lot more about the service provider industry because again, being an end user, my vision was somewhat myopic to my own needs. And I think I came away with a much better appreciation of what some of the folks, whether they're in architecture, engineering, moving companies, can do for me through the expos at the summits and also just through taking the time to have lunch with someone and try and understand what services they offer and whether or not that matches a need that I might have. We as a company have embraced a philosophy where if we meet people through Cornet, we at least try to give them the courtesy of our time, whether it's via the phone or via a meeting, just to see whether or not there, there is a match. So again, I think I've gotten some really good insight. And then on the relationship end, I would be remiss if I didn't comment a bit about what a tremendous opportunity Coronet provides in terms of not just networking, because again, it, you get a great sense of meeting people when you go to the luncheons, when you go to the summits, but I think it's much more powerful than that. And personally, if I look at the three women up here as well as some of the folks in the audience, I've not only had the opportunity to gain their expertise from a business standpoint, but again and again, you see the same people. Steph and I got to know one another because we served on a similar or the same global community, uh, committee together that dealt with member and chapter services. And one of our tasks on that committee was to judge chapter awards. So that's how she and I built a relationship. Carla, when Carla first became involved in Coronet, she called me up and said, hey, let's have lunch. I want to understand a little bit about the organization and why I should be involved uh, and that sort of thing. And I think I must have done a good job convincing her. <laughs> and then Deb, Deb for me was almost like a mentor. Her and David came in because when I first got involved in Coronet, they had a long-standing relationship with an organization called NACOR. And they were the ones who could give me the history, the background, help point me in the right way. Uh, one of the most challenging things I did was put on programs like this. And while I may have good organizations, organizational skills, I didn't have the contacts that were needed to make these programs successful. So back uh, before RJ was president and he was running programs, he had my utmost admiration because he could come up with speakers that were so incredibly powerful. And again, I can point to various audience members like that to say, you know what? I learned through their expertise, their experiences, and at the end of the day, I think it not only made me a better business person, but I got the added benefit of developing not just acquaintances, but actually some friendships and some really strong business relationships. Well, I'm gonna mirror a lot of what Michelle says. I'm Deb from Aaron. I'm the Vice President of Real Estate for Central Garden and Pet. Central is a manufacturing and distributing company based in Walnut Creek, California. We manufacture and distribute garden and pet supplies. Uh, the real estate portfolio is about 8.5 million square feet, uh, $1.7 billion in sales, and I am the real estate department. So to say that I'm really thrilled to have all my Cornet buddies around is, uh, is certainly an understatement. Like Michelle, even though she didn't mention it, we both have the MCR designation and the SLCR designations. Um, and I'll address <laughs> many things. <laughs> I was going to get to them later on. It's Masters of Corporate. Um, Master of Corporate Real Estate is the MCR designation and the Senior Leader of Corporate Real Estate. 
And you have both of them too, Rick. I know you have at least one. Okay, Rick has the MCR. Uh, the MCR has been around a little bit longer. There's 50 members of the Chicago chapter who have the MCR and approximately 12 people, maybe one or two more that got it this past year, have the SLCR. My, chap my membership in Cornette um, goes beyond my two designations. I've been very involved in the chapter, as Michelle has indicated. Uh, the positions locally have included membership chair, uh, chapter secretary, uh, chapter president, end user committee, uh, national liaison to global, and I'm currently the liaison for the executive development program, the EDP program, which is the MCR and SLCR programs. I, like Michelle, I've also been involved on the global front. Um, I've been a member, as with Stephanie and Michelle, of the member and chapter services committee. Actually, the first uh, committee that was founded when the two predecessor organizations combined to create Cornet. I have also chaired an IT task force for Global and edited their Global chapter guidelines. I never intended to be so involved in this organization. <laughs> we were talking beforehand and she looked at my notes and she goes, you know what, all of us could say that very same thing. Um, I planned on attending a few luncheons and I was uh, really interested in the educational program. I took a finance class in San Francisco and a member of the class was a member of the Chicago board. She changed her seat on the plane for the plane ride back to Chicago. About six or eight months later, I was very involved in the <laughs> Chicago chapter. I, I think I'd refer to it as being invited to participate. And I don't want to scare anybody in, in the audience because we're not here trying to recruit people. What we are trying to do is simply share our experiences and if there's anything we want to leave you with is you're certainly invited to participate, but it's up to you to choose your level of involvement. Yeah, so actually we had talked about that. We don't want to be too overwhelming and make everybody think, oh my gosh, once you come in, you are just sucked right into everything. Um, but you do get out of it what you put into it, um, and that, that's certainly the case. And there's so many different opportunities, and we're all going to be singing the same song this evening at different levels. Um, Steph mentioned different opportunities might fit you at a certain time in your personal, professional career. Other opportunities will be better at a different point in time. Uh, life is, is very uh, flexible, and uh, so is, so is Cornette. Um, but I'm very grateful for the MCR program at, to the extent, initially, that it actually got me involved into the, into the chapter. Um, it's been a wonderful experience for me on both the personal and the professional level. And the MCR programs and the SLCR programs provide a wonderful opportunity, a learning opportunity for those people who'd like to be involved in a rather in-depth program. The professors, the professors, the, the classes are taught by real estate professionals, some of the best in the business. They know their stuff, they're practical, they're case-based, they're interactive. You often can learn almost as much, if not more so, sometimes from the people in your class. They're also very, very experienced real estate people. I've had instances where you can go to these classes and you're dealing with a certain problem at your office and you can either raise it in class if it fits within the class or on your breaks. And one of the take-homes can be an approach or a solution to that problem. And I've made some terrific friends um, throughout from different countries in that at those sessions because the people who attend the MCR and SLCR sessions come from across the globe. So I think it's a really, those are both wonderful programs and I can honestly say that every day I utilize the philosophies and the approaches that I've learned through those programs. Um, how you deal with different people, how you align your portfolio to address business needs. That's 
reiterated over and over in those programs in very specific ways. So I th I'm a very strong supporter of the MCR and SLCR programs, but I'm just as strong a supporter of the programs that are available here in the chapter. Each month, we have approximately 150 people attend our luncheons. And those luncheons have a variety of speakers. And the speakers talk about um, all sorts of topics. They range from sustainability to what's going on right now in the local market um, and national issues as well. And if you'd like a little more in-depth chapter learning experience here in the Chicago area, our chapter learning committee puts on three to four hour presentations. They're located in the city and the suburbs so we can provide learning events for people who are not necessarily Chicago based. They tend to be three to four hours. Some of the recent topics um, have included negotiations and collaborating with people from different cultures. What are the challenges in that event? How do you address those type of issues? Portfolio alignment restructuring the corporate portfolio to address what's happening in today's economy. The uh, chapter learning committee put that present that event on this July. We sold out. We had the room packed and we couldn't put another soul in it and we're turning people away. Um, that actually was put on by David Kamen and it was a, a great hands-on interactive event placed right here in Chicago by the chapter learning committee. The chapter learning committee has also had presentations discussing the sustainability issue, negotiation and enforcement of green lease provisions that would incorporate a sustainability initiative that in particular corporations might be addressing. They've also addressed the digital um, media situation. We had two, two of the same events on different days were provided by the chapter learning committee to enable the, the chapter members to have interactive small group learning experiences addressing the main venues of social media and how they can impact their personal and professional lives. The Learning Committee established that one and did it twice because they wanted to make sure that every person who wanted to attend those events had the opportunity to have first-hand knowledge and close interactive discussions with the people presenting those, those topics. And the Chapter Learning Committee is busy working on their next event. They technically have it planned for January it's going to be addressing the impact of the commercial lending situation on corporate real estate. The venue hasn't been quite determined, but it most likely will be in the loop. So look forward to some more information on that, and it will be another approximately three or four hour learning event sponsored by the Chapter Learning Committee. And both the Chapter Learning Committee and the Chapter Program Committees rely upon input from the chapter members. These topics that are presented are all from lists that you guys have provided. So if there's any topic you would like to have the Programs Committee or the Learning Committee address, please let one of us know or go on the chapter website. You can see the people who are in charge of those two committees. In addition to the impact that the learning program has had on me, Cornette's had a definite impact on my career. Uh, at one point I was looking to change positions. I saw a blind ad contacted a Cornet friend, actually I'd met him through NACOR, a former NACOR chapter president, and I thought the ad was for Material Service Corporation. It was for a mining company, and frankly, I only knew of one. There is more than one in Chicago, um, but it was the only one I knew of. So I called him and I said, do you know anyone at Material Service? And he did. He contacted his contact, um, and my resume ended up on the desk of the president of Material Service. I was interviewed by the president of material service. 
before HR even knew I existed. Um, after I became the vice president of real estate for material service, the VP of HR told me that they had received 75 resumes and had stopped reading them. Mine never hit the pile of 75. The power of Cornette. Well, fast forward seven years and material service was bought out. <laughs> uh, and like a lot of the people in this room, my position and most of the other corporate positions was eliminated. I was still with material service and attended a chapter luncheon, met a real estate broker, uh, chatted with him and after the luncheon, sent him an email with my resume attached. A few weeks later, coincidentally on my birthday, he forwarded to me an email he received from a colleague in Dallas. It included a job description for the vice president of real estate for Central Garden and Pet, a company based in Walnut Creek, California. I never would have heard of Central Garden and Pet. Um, didn't hear of Central Garden and Pet until that time. Approximately eight weeks after I received that email, I accepted an offer to be the vice president of real estate for Central Garden and Pet. I managed that 8.5 million square foot portfolio from my home. Again, this organization has had a significant impact um, on my professional skills and certainly on my career. One of the phrases that um, Cornette uses is networking that delivers. And in my case, it certainly did. I was going to say, I, I had not heard that story before, so I absolutely, absolutely love it. Um, you know, we didn't all rehearse this. These are, these are certainly uh, testimonials that are coming from the, the lives and experiences that we've had. Um, before we move away from uh, the EDP, the MCR and SLCR designations, um, David Kamen was not able to join us this evening. Um, David has taken uh, a similar path in terms of getting involved in our organization, being a volunteer, um, was one of the past presidents of the Chicago chapter. Um, his real focus though, uh, and not to put words in his mouth, around his professional involvement with Cornet is in the capacity of being one of the instructors of the EDP courses that uh, Michelle and Deb have mentioned. Um, there are others in the room, Rick and RJ I know, have also uh, taught classes before. And for them, uh, those individuals, it's obviously a different way of connecting and outreaching. You can look at it from the standpoint of wanting to stand up in front of a group of people and talk, or when you listen to David and you have to think about listening to corporate real estate transactions impact on financial statements, that I, I live that world, and only David can actually make me really enjoy talking about it. So if you've not taken that class, um, I would encourage you to do so. The instructors that Cornet has across the country, across the globe, are top-notch, um, and they are coming from real-life experiences. They're not telling you about theory. They're telling about what is happening in our industry and where we're going. Fascinating stuff, and I wish that David was here to, uh, to elaborate. I want to take one quick moment uh, and talk about sponsorship. Um, our organization and our chapter here could not operate without the support of its volunteers and its members, but also our sponsors. Um, we're, as I think probably everybody in the room knows, we're in the middle of our sponsorship drive for 2010. Um, we have only annual sponsors. We want to make sure that we're able to put on the number of programs, the luncheons, the learning events, events like this, networking, holiday party, et cetera. 
Um, not to mention, somebody has to pay for this website that's getting you all of this really great information. So I'm not going to go into uh, sponsorship uh, participation financially. Uh, you'll be hearing from me on that subject if you haven't already or if you haven't already stepped up. But it is a way that you can exhibit your support of our chapter. But again, we want you as a sponsor to make sure you're here and you're participating and that your yellow name badge is telling everybody that you financially support our organization, not just with your time and with your effort. So, Deb, we've already spoken. We've had to rearrange our uh, program for a minute. I want to turn it over to Carla uh, Simmons, who is our president-elect, so next year you'll get to hear her, but to talk about committee involvement. Thank you, Steph. Good evening, everybody. My name is Carla Simmons, and I'm a corporate account manager with Allsteel. Um, Maybe it's worth saying that I am the only service provider at the table. Um, so I have a little bit of a different perspective um, than uh, my friends and colleagues at the table. Um, if we haven't already gotten the message, it's to maximize your time and your financial investment in the organization, get involved. Figure out what it is that you want to um, get out of the organization and go for it because sky's the limit. My story involves Michelle, and um, when I joined Allsteel five years ago, one of my goals as a local business development manager was to get involved with an organization that could help me meet peers and um, associates and um, decision makers that would directly affect my business. And I attended a lot of different um, event organiza organizations that other events put on and I wound up at a luncheon and the luncheon I think the subject was some sort of um, disaster recovery it was it was fascinating <laughs> to me I remember it <laughs> and and I also I also remember the people that I met at the table being very interesting and I just felt like I fit in I felt comfortable um, I felt um, included and from there I went back to the office got on the website and on the home page, at the base of the home page, there was a, I don't think it was your picture, and it said, if you have any interest in special events committee, contact Michelle Meyer. So I did, and I called Michelle, and I invited her out to lunch, and she graciously accepted. And we talked about what each other did. We just got to know one another. And um, Michelle tells the story a little bit differently, but what I didn't know at the time was that special events was a startup committee. There really was no special events committee. Um, there wa they wanted there to be one, so there was no chair, there was no budget, and there was certainly no business plan. You did a really good job at marketing, Carla. <laughs> Michelle invited me to participate, and I did um, gladly. And um, she, actually, you introduced me to Renata Pazmanic with the Alter Group as my co-chair. And um, we basically had an empty slate and um, put a lot of great initiatives. And when I say initiatives, we were definitely the social side of, of the organization golf outing, uh, the chapter receptions at the summits, uh, the membership appreciation event. A lot of the events that we have now, we didn't really have in place at the time. So um, again, it, it, it was the first step for me, and I served in that role for two and a half years, ran and then was elected as uh, treasurer of the chapter, 
Um, since then, and currently president-elect, and humbly, I will be your president next year as of April. So it's been a pretty dynamic path for me, and it's been, I guess if you were to ask me how it's impacted my career, a couple of years ago, I was moved from a business, or a business development role into a corporate account management role because I'd have to say the relationships that I developed and the opportunities that I brought back to Allsteel were recognized and gave me some visibility that I probably wouldn't have had and I think um, ultimately put me in a role that um, better optimized the relationships that I was making here. much better than I do. It's, mu it's much more accurate. I was flattered when she called and said, hey, could we go to lunch? I'd like to, like to know a little bit, little bit more about Cornette, just pick your brain, uh, that sort of thing. It really wasn't my intention um, to get her so quickly involved, but again, just given her personality, her willingness, her enthusiasm, it seemed as though that would be a really good next step. And again, uh, she wasn't, I didn't, I'm not a good salesperson, I don't think. <laughs> I beg to differ. But we were, we were thrilled to have her. And again, it was a great opportunity for her to be able to expand the realm of her membership and get the value back. And for me, you know, the value was I got to know someone else and develop a very close working relationship with them. Thank you. So you've got to start somewhere. And if it's involvement with a committee, and, and we're going to just run through the committees quickly, um, we have 10 committees. So um, my thought is that there's got to be something for everybody. Um, and of those 10 committees, um, really four of them are, are under three years old. Um, and. The great thing about our program, or the way the program works as far as involvement is, there isn't a short window of time in which to get involved in a committee. Um, you can join a committee at any point in the year. The ideal time would be April and May as we elect a new board and we have new chairs in place. Um, I would recommend getting involved at that point in time to really sort of take that ball with that new leadership and running with it. But um, there are a lot of different opportunities. And the descriptions I'm going to go through really quickly are because there are descriptions on the easels throughout the, the lobby. There's brochures on the table out front. There's descriptions on the website. And I encourage you, if there's anywhere that you have interest, contact those chairs and take them out to lunch and pick their brain because you never know where, where you're going to wind up. Um, so uh, let me get in. And these are in no specific order. CRC is our Community Reinvestment um, Committee. And they demonstrate social responsibility using the Chicago chapter resources um, by reinvesting back into the community. Uh, membership, membership, and we have membership to thank for putting on this event. Their goal is to increase, um, diversify, and enhance the Chicago chapter membership as well as providing participation um, avenues for our membership. Uh, special events, they're our own event planners and they're really good at what they do. If you enjoy creating planning and um, hosting events um, around networking for the chapter, definitely um, a committee for you. Sponsorship, um, sponsorship, their number one objective is to provide the optimal value to our sponsors. 
Um, thank you to our sponsorship committee because without them, we wouldn't have the robust learning forum and, and networking opportunities that we do have. And we thank them for raising the dollars that allow us and fund um, our initiatives. Uh, learning utilizes uh, core curriculum, and I'm not sure if that's the word that we're calling it anymore, but okay. Core curriculum programs uh, from Cornet Global to put on half day and full day events locally um, that contribute to continuing education credits towards MCR um, and SLCR. Communications and PR is another committee. Um, communications really they handle us. <laughs> they they're make sure that all of our communications go through them when communicating with our membership, with the media, um, and with the corporate real estate community. Um, they're the caretakers of our brand and they work really hard at doing that. Uh, programs. Programs delivers top professional, uh, developmental, and educational programs. And again, where you see 150 people every Thursday, um, every month um, is always you know, a successful and I think just meaningful program and initiative that we have, and I think that Chicago does it extremely well. Emerging leaders, um, engagement with young professionals that are involved with the chapter, um, supporting their growth and providing exposure to a lot of the educational programs that we do offer with the chapter. There's two more. University alliances. Um, university alliances, we, um, work directly with uh, local universities who have accredited real estate programs and introduce those students into our organization. I'm proud to say that uh, University Allowance has actually awarded our first uh, Cornet Chicago Chapter Scholarship last year, so a really great initiative and achievement for University Alliances. And finally, economic development. Um, the role of the Economic Development Committee, they reach out um, to economic partners to become more active within our organization, and it really provides them with an effective <clears throat> marketing platform um, addressing specific communities. So there's 10. There's a lot of them. Again, um, hopefully something for everybody. Um, please reach out to us if there's a questions, if there's interest, um, how to get involved, and again, you give what you can give, and you get what you put into it. So thank you. So a lot of information and the Kool-Aid is coming around. Um, we want to open it up to any questions that anybody might have. We may not have all the answers, but I think you can see that we all have the passion around this organization and we want to see all of you get involved and donate your time when you can. Uh, you do not have to uh, get as involved as maybe some of us up here where we ended up in a president role because that's just sometimes where you end up, I guess. But truly, this is a great organization and we want to see all of you, a lot of new faces here today, so it's, it's a delight to have you. Questions? We have Chris Glatz, who is our chapter administrator in the aisle, if anybody has questions. Scott? And if you could say your name and who you're with. It's Scott Openlander with uh, Kaplan, Director of Real Estate. <laughs> uh, I, I was on the, the local chapter website a while back. I haven't been on since, but I was curious as to what has evolved and what information and content is on there now. Yes, so I'll, I'll try to tackle this one. Um, 
and Larry, I'm gonna ask you for some assistance sure. as well. The entire uh, Cornet Global website has been revamped, using an IT phrase, I guess, has been revamped over the course of the last year, really hitting Correct. this summer. So a lot of the content that you see uh, and the branding uh, is still very much Chicago, but there's a little bit of a look and feel generally that is different. One piece on our website um, where you've always been able to go and have online registrations, et cetera, there's now a bridge to the network um, component that Larry mentioned, which is that connection piece for us, similar to a LinkedIn, but it is very private to our membership so that we can go out um, and find other individuals that have similar, uh, not so much interests, but job responsibilities, et cetera. Um, maybe Carla also, if you want to say anything about our website, I know you and David Mercurio have been dealing a lot with it. Anything else specific? Hello? Oh, there we go. Test. Um, it, it's actually taken on, a, it, um, I know that we sort of messed with everybody because we really had it at a, at, at a, a place where everyone knew where to go to register and, um, and then it went down for a bit because we were, we were actually merging with the global um, interface. And there's not really, all the same information and content is there, it's just under different tabs. And it takes a little reacclimating. Um, and I know that is if you sort of take the time and, and dig through the different tabs, you can find, and you shouldn't, just because it's new, um, finding podcasts that go back two years from programs and learning events. Um, there's um, not only chapter directories, but there's the interface that takes you into the social networking tool. Um, there, you know, is a link that will take you to all the descriptions of all the committees. It takes you to our board and where, who we are and who we work for. Right, committee involvement, the names of the individuals who chair each of the committees that right. Carla has described. So I, I will personally admit that I'm a creature of habit and I got very accustomed to our website and so the change um, where we had just the general transition that comes with any type of technology migration, we've gotten through that piece of it, but bear with us, spend a little bit of time. Scott, I don't know if we answered your question or not, if there's something specific. Yep, I was gonna say, we're, we are, not to have too much of the marketing machine going, but um, Ann Mendelson again with the RISE Group who is the chair of our membership committee. Um, they're gonna be coming out, because uh, we do not have handouts tonight as you can see. We're gonna be coming back out to everybody in the next day or so with the content that we've talked about up here because even as we put this together and I reflected on the depth of information and resources that exist to me as a member of Cornet, I forget, and I've lived this for a number of years, so it's a good education for some of us that have been doing this a while about the depth of resources that exist, and particularly, I'm excited with the network and the ability to connect. Uh, it's well, a great and, thing. And I'll just add to it. I, I recognize and apologize. It was a little all. bit torturous as a, as a methodology to change over. However, some of the features that were added, there's a calendar 
and you will see it if you go to your Chicago website, but that's integrated to all chapters. So if, for example, you're traveling and you want to access the resources of other chapters, you can easily look at the calendar across all of Cornette and see that. It's all integrated throughout. We mentioned some of the Profile Yourself, the network campaign. Well, we're, we've also integrated other pieces. So documents will be able to be put up on your site, but you'll be able to access other documents on other sites. You'll begin to have conversations online if you want to through the e-groups. We're just getting our feet wet. So one of the reasons we did this was to begin to add some of these new features. From an IT perspective, it's based upon a wonderful content management engine, I think, that allows non-technical people to update this. So if you want to continue to update and put more content up more quickly, people without HTML skills can do that. But you have to work at it a little, and for that I do, I am sorry. <laughs> and Hazy looks at me saying that. <laughs> um, other questions from the group? Carrie in the back. Name, if you would, please. Thank you. Hi, I'm Carrie Rubon with United. I'd like to thank everyone for coming tonight. We are delighted to host everyone. Yes, so and thank, thank you to you. our host, United, <laughs> by the way. No, I wasn't asking for that. No, but we're really excited to have this. I, I, I run this building, and um, we always are doing the events, so it's nice to have one of our own for a change <laughs> where uh, my group gets to participate. But one of the questions I had, um, I've just been with Cornet for a, a little over a year, but what's the best way to get to know other end users, would you say? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tackle this one a little bit, and then I'm going to ask Michelle and Deb also to step in, and I'm also going to ask Carla to step in, coming from a different perspective. Uh, I personally started in uh, NACOR, uh, which again, predecessor organization to Cornet, um, as a service provider. I was on the brokerage and transaction management side. And I think part of my understanding and the people that I worked with when I got in the business was this is a relationship business and it takes time to develop them. Um, and so I'm, I'm very sensitive to that in all respects. And I think there's often discussion around end users and uh, the perception that they are either feeling bombarded by people or alternatively feeling isolated because everybody's afraid to talk to them. So pick, pick your poison on any day. Relative to the end user population, the one thing that I always tell our membership, um, and it's different I think for each of us, so I'm gonna ask uh, Michelle and Deb and Carla to say something on this too, but for me, I find that when I'm looking to hear from peers, specific individuals who are dealing with you know, interface with internal senior managers who know absolutely nothing about real estate. Um, the best way for me to connect with those individuals is to is to attend and participate in our learning events. Um, even though those are a longer commitment of time, um, the level of information that's being brought to that group of individuals is different, um, and you ultimately find. Now I'm going to have all the end users throwing rocks at me, but that's ultimately where you'll find a lot of those individuals participating um, and going after MCR and SLCR designations. There's a number of end users doing that, um, as well as attendance at the summits. I've attended just about every summit for the last 
12 years. Um, and it's amazing because I know a number of end users, most of them are not in Chicago, but that's really my network of people. And when I have questions or issues I'm dealing with, those are individuals that I'm reaching out to all over the globe. Um, here in Chicago, we're trying to put together um, and Carrie, I know we've asked you to participate in that as well, uh, put together a forum um, that is sharing for you know, just our Chicago-based uh, individuals. And I think for that group, we want to welcome individuals that you know, can contribute to that conversation. Um, but again, I underscore, this is a relationship business for all of us. And we are all in sales positions, Michelle, you know we are. So it's just a dependence on who we're selling to. So I, I would welcome though, ladies, for you to kind of give your response to that question. So I absolutely agree with what you've said in terms of developing relationships, either at the summits, through the educational events, but I'd even get a little more tactical, and that's I would go look at the website, and I know oftentimes I'm somewhat surprised if I haven't had the opportunity to personally meet somebody. If I look at other high-tech companies, oh yeah, maybe I know of that person, and usually if I call and say, hey, I, yeah, I found your name on the Cornet website, I have this problem or issue, would you be willing to talk to me about it? they're more than happy to do so. And Rick is shaking his head because I've availed myself of his expertise in the past where, again, just having met him through the local chapter, I called him up and said, hey, I have this situation, just looking to pick your brain a little bit, would you be willing to help me out? And it's amazing how kind and resourceful and accommodating people can be. And I think maybe uh, to piggyback on that, it's, you know, you're a card carrying member Right? So if somebody from Cornet calls and has a question, um, I think we will all admit precious limited time just to be able to meet with everybody, but there is that return phone call. So I agree with basically everything that Stephanie and Michelle have both said. I do think that where we tend to, <laughs> tend to gather uh, are the learning events, because a lot of time the end users feel that um, it's more difficult to justify the time and the expense away from our jobs for some of the other types of events because our jobs do not involve business development. Um, so you'll notice a whole different group of people often at the learning events that are members even and that don't, uh, especially if, uh, if the learning event is downtown and they're suburban, you might have a whole group of people coming. Um, I would go along with what Michelle said as well, utilize the, the membership lists and look through that as well to reach out to someone on a one-on-one. -on -one. And at different times, the chapter has had different initiatives, and Steph's mentioning us, we're, we're gonna do it again, right. um, to help create the end user community. And one other point I'd make, and, and Steph is living and breathing proof of it, as is Rick sitting right there. Um, at any time in our careers, we can be on either side of, of that line. Um, so as far as some places, and it's been a very sensitive issue for this chapter for years and years, is that there, is not truly this end user service provider sort of distinction um, so that we learn a lot from, from both sides and at any given time we can be on either side. But the truly to, to address someone who's currently dealing with end user issues, you'll find a lot of the end users at the learning events. And obviously since we're sitting up here on this panel, you can call us, right. you know? <laughs> I'll, I'll put it out there, Deb right. will agree with me. Yeah, you're more than welcome to call us. Steph, I hate to be rude. I know. We're, gonna, we're running out of time. No, no, we have no. I, I personally need to say goodbye. I, I actually have to uh, be at a plan commission meeting for my local village. So 
um, I just wanted to say again, thank you very much for coming out and listening, and I will turn it back over to Steph. I was gonna say, Michelle, thank you, as always. Um, I know we are getting short on time, uh, and I know, Carrie, we need to, to kind of pull everybody together. I, do, I don't want to leave this last question, though. I do want Carla just to give your perspective, um, if my, you would. My honest, yes. my honest assessment. <laughs> yes, please. Um, as, I don't know how this will sound, but from a service provider standpoint, don't be obnoxious. I, I mean, we, we are, are all here for a reason, and um, you know, I get so much value out of meeting and um, networking with service providers, um, and, and I get just as much value in meeting and networking and building relationships with the end users that are members of our organization. And you know, it comes down to building relationships and we all know that people do business with people who they have good relationships with and um, I think we have to be cognizant of that because I, I, I feel sometimes we do put the bullseye on the backs of our end users and um, I think that if we're all aware and um, we're all here to learn and, um, and pull the best that we have from each other this organization is incredibly inclusive, and I think that card carrying, you know, point is 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 absolutely accurate because more doors have opened um, when when I mentioned Cornet and my involvement with Cornet than not. So I guess that's my honest answer. Carrie, we hope that answered it. <laughs> Good. And we'll be looking forward to you spearheading that effort. Um, this is that roping in we were talking about. Right, no pressure, right. Uh, other questions from the group? George Brown from Humana and actually from uh, Green Bay. And Carla and I and Tim Weidman had a previous conversation that you know, a lot of the references this evening have been to Chicago or the suburbs, and I, I think there needs to be a realization that the Chicago chapter is the closest one to a much broader geographic area. And Carla, you may want to, what are your thoughts going forward for trying to be more inclusive of a wider geographic area? discussed it as a board as to where we need to reach out and and Wisconsin is one and I know that we're talking about Indiana as well um, and, and some conversations that we've had too and that's what we talked about earlier was bringing a group of our members in Wisconsin together um, you know sometime in the next few months broaching you know our new um, our new year and understanding what it is that you need, what it is that you'd like to see within your regions, and really working with our learning committee and with our programs committee to um, provide resources in a program that would bring that group together as well. Because you're right. I mean, a lot of times, or I would say a majority of the time, our events are within sort of the city limits. And um, we appreciate your participation, and we appreciate that you're here tonight, and we want to make sure that we keep you and um, bringing this resource to you is something that is, is on the big board, and um, we're just trying to figure out how to execute. 
So actually, we're going to be looking, as I mentioned earlier when we were talking, we're going to be looking for feedback. Uh, well, I, I was, Absolutely. I was just going to say, I, I, I have a board meeting tomorrow. We'll put you on the agenda. How does that sound? I, I actually, uh, dovetailing with this, had a conversation earlier today with Jeanette Outlaw, who chairs our programs committee on exactly this uh, subject in terms of that outreach, um, because we have, as an organization, talked about it for a long time. Uh, similarly, as we've talked about having an end user council, and I will maybe beat the, dr the drum of committee involvement, um, which is we need the help to help get these ideas up and running. And I don't mean to look at you specifically, but I love that you brought it up. Um, and it, it's on our agenda, and it's been on our agenda, and it needs to move into action. And I think our biggest push and message here is the participation that you bring, all of you bring to this organization um, I'm happy to take orders and see what we can implement with the resources of time and money and people, but the more of you that get involved, the more of these ideas can actually be realized. This is one, I, I look at it from the standpoint of we're not doing a very good job outreaching to people who are in the Chicagoland suburbs. You know, I, I, That blows my mind. This is a new geography for me to even understand why we can't get people in. So I love that you're here and we want to make sure we don't lose this, this momentum. Well, well, right, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, it, for me, you know, it's just, it's a very interesting uh, dynamic that this geography has for us, so. Chicago, so I was able to time my visits with oh, uh, construction inspections and, and build out and things like that. Uh, my role has changed. I've got more of a national scope, so I don't have this region anymore. So the, the reason I'm here is this was a great opportunity for me to come to this, but right. also that I used it for an excuse to go back to a site that I had built out you know, right. five years ago to see if, in fact, it's being used as I thought it was going to right. be and things well, like that. So it, it uh, is a great opportunity. But again, there's got to be some other incentives. Uh, uh, Carla, you mentioned you called Eb and went to lunch. Well, that's a little bit more of an effort than, than I can make just to yeah, run yeah. for lunch. So right. there's got to be other things. And, and likewise, we've got managers across the country that are not in a city where a chapter is located. Correct. So it, it's not only a Chicago chapter it's issue, it's a Cornet global issue. Well, and I think you need to realize how you bring more people in and, and make that worthwhile their investment. Right. Absolutely, and one of the reasons we were so insistent on moving to a, uh, to a virtual platform is so we can begin to do that. I mean, if you can imagine it, we have one chapter in India for 1.3 billion people now. Obviously, they're not all corporate real estate professionals, but the point is made, and I think your point is an excellent one, so we need to figure out more methods to get you involved and deliver value. I, I myself um, travel a fair amount for work and know a number of people throughout Cornet, and I love the new calendar tool. Um, I had maybe my own calendar because I went to the website of other chapters if I was going to be in town to see what it was they were doing and if I could coordinate, um, particularly with some of the other larger chapters where some of their offerings are more robust uh, than what we can do just given our density of people. So I, I leverage my travel and if I can move things around where it's appropriate, I do the same thing because it all benefits me regardless of where I sit and I'll, you know, 
doing whatever job. Question? Yes. Okay. John Wickman with Joyce Brothers Moving Storage and Installation here in Chicago, uh, chapter uh, secretary uh, this year. Um, this question is really directed at uh, Deb and Larry regarding the MCR, uh, and who, in your opinion, are people who should be considering the MCR program, and, and, and is there appropriate timing for that um, to kind of get you know, a little bit more in the intimate details of what the MCR really uh, entails and what you're in for? helps anybody at any point in their career, though there are, there are candidacy requirements. Anyone can take the classes, uh, but to become a candidate for the MCR designation, um, the requirements are uh, three years experience in a master's, uh, three years of real estate experience in a master's, five years in a bachelor's, or 10 years of real estate experience. So if someone has not hit those real estate requirements, though, they can take the classes and then apply for the designation later. One of the pluses with applying for the designation early on is you get a reduction in the price of the classes as you take them. Um, and so that's basically it. And the other thing is, Carla had mentioned the learning events provide continuing ed requirements. Once you attain the MCR designation, you need to have 50 hours of continuing education every three years. Any other questions from the group? No? Well, again, this is the first time we've done this. I am uh, most appreciative of uh, our friends at United for donating this beautiful facility to us. It's really spectacular. So, Carrie, thank you to and your team. Uh, to Ann Mendelson. I was going to say, well, give everybody a clap. To, uh, to Ann Mendelson with the RISE Group, uh, who chairs our membership committee along with Renee Bradshaw, uh, who was not able to join us tonight, and to everyone that has participated on our panel, uh, Deb Vermeeren and Carla Simmons and Larry, again, thank you for coming in town. We appreciate it. Everybody for joining us tonight. We look forward to seeing you uh, at our upcoming events. Our next event is our holiday party. It is on January 6th, and I believe that we can announce Chris Glatz, where did you go? It is gonna be uh, at the uh, Dana, Hotel. Dana Hotel Vertigo. Correct. The other thing I'd like to mention, it's going to be from 5.30 to 7.30 on January 6th. We decided to push our holiday party to after the first of the year, a little bit of a different spin. Uh, everybody's bombarded with holiday parties, so something a little cheery to kick off the new year. That being said, we're going to take the hour uh, before that event and welcome anybody that is on an existing committee or has an interest in getting involved in a committee to a open forum roundtable discussion of ideas. Um, we're going to be going into our slating process, which will kick off next week for our board uh, members that will step in uh, starting April 1. And we have a planning session that will take place before that new board steps on. And we want to make sure that uh, we understand who's out there and your great ideas, and we can take all of those into the mix. So more of information on that will be on our website. But look forward to seeing you there, and very happy holidays. Thanks again.